The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello everyone, I'm Laura Worcester and welcome to The Intuitive Life where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. And my guest today is a frequent guest here on the podcast, my dear friend and colleague, astrologer Dorothy Morgan. Welcome back, Dorothy. Well, thank you for having me. I always love being here. Yeah, it's always so much fun. I learn so much when you come on. Yeah. And um, I know everybody's very eager to to hear what you have to say about the, the current astrology this year. I know that's something we were just talking about before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. So what would you like to focus on today? What would you like to let people know about? Oh, I think we're going to focus on the, the um, planets that are changing signs. You know, the, the hot topic um, right now. Um, out in astrology world, astro world, are the the big shifts that we're all feeling that are especially coming in March. And there's um, there's quite a few actually. 2023 is a year where we can we can move away from old energy and um, start to create some new things, which is like yay, because um, we really do need it. And so we can talk about this in as much depth as we want. Um, you'll lead the way on that. We have um, on the first thing that we have that is significant is Saturn entering the sign of Pisces. So it's leaving Aquarius. So for the last two and a half years with Saturn in the sign of Aquarius, Saturn in that sign, you know, was always about, you know, are, you know, it's about social, social things. Are they, are they solid? Are they, will they hold up communities and, you know, groups of people? And how, how has that been shifting and changing? And mm, that's not hard to see, right? And, and so, yeah, right. You know, the, the moving away from a lot of um, things that have just been, so solid in place that you know things do need to break down um so we can move forward that's the energy of what saturn in the sign of aquarius has been about you know shaking things up so we can find a a new place and a new way to grow kind of like tilling a garden and you know putting some you know just getting some air aerating it and stuff and and turning that garden over so there's some fresh soil and some you know just new microbes can can start to grow and that's what happens when um Saturn enters the sign of Pisces now it's going to spend almost just a month shy of 3 years in this sign and that begins on March 7th 2023 and it goes through February 14th, 2026. So three years, 
Saturn will be in Pisces. And again, Saturn, what that represents, and this is a big shift that we all will feel. It doesn't have to be like a light switch, but we feel the rumblings of this coming already. Because again, Saturn's energy is about control and structure and um, rules and regulations and boundaries. It, it can be really limited, but um, but it's also hard work and being rewarded with reputation and you know just what we put into things, um, especially hard work and stuff. We you know we get rewarded for it. We we get it back out. That's Saturn too. That's very karmic, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think of karma is something negative, but then because there's two ways we can say that, whatever we put into it, we get out of it. So we get what we deserve. And then who doesn't say when somebody does something unsavory, we go, well, I hope they get what they deserve, right? Mm -hmm. Two yeah. separate tones of voices, but that's all Saturn, right? So while he is all about those energies, when he moves into the sign of Pisces, Pisces is about um, embracing everything. It's about compassion. It's uh, free flowing, but it is also um, about institutions that help people, you know, like the Red Cross, like homeless shelters, and even hospitals and, and, and churches and groups that really help people. So when Saturn moves into this, sign on March 7th. And again, three years it will spend in there. We're going to have an opportunity here to engage in those types of things, you know, engage in, in those spiritual things, if you will, um, focusing on how we can, you know, help others and, you know, make a commitment to helping others or find a way to be of service to others. And that is something that we need to focus on over the next three years, you know, in, in the larger sense. I mean, it's, it can be, you know, a, a, a local thing for you, whether you work at your local homeless shelter. I used to do that with cooking. COVID kind of kiboshed that and life changed. Mm -hmm. But that's what I used to do. That's how I used to be. I felt I could serve, you know. Mm -hmm. And But find your way because that gives us purpose. That gives us some purpose. And another way that we can really focus or, or really use the energy of, you know, Saturn as it is moving through this sign of Pisces is, you know, to find a way to create a, a solid spiritual practice, not just one when you're, when it's good and you have time, the best time to be doing, as you all know, we all know our spiritual practices is when we really don't have time for it. And the Buddha say that somebody says that if you yeah. have time, if you have time to meditate, go ahead and meditate. But if you don't have time, do it twice as long, <laughs> something like that. I know I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but we know what I mean. And um, so this, this, these are ways that we can, we can use what what's coming flowing into that. So we have that energy going on. So to, so to build a, uh, even if you don't feel like you need a spiritual practice right now, to start doing it now would be a really good thing. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. And again, and, and if you want to, um, you know, work with others, you know, and I mean, if that's part of your lifestyle, I mean, some people have absolutely no interest in that, but then, you know, serve in another way. If you can give money to a cause, give money to a cause. If you don't have money, you know, again, 
I only spent a couple of hours a month, but I helped in a way that was really meaningful to me. And, you know, I got to feed people and it was, it was nice. And it meant something to me, meant something to them. It's what they needed. So these are things that we can, we can step into. Um, some people might really dive off the deep end and go into, you might do it so much that, you know, you forget about your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's Pisces. So we need to make sure those, those boundaries are up as well. You know, that we, we don't become a martyr in any way. That's not mm-hmm. um, an important thing to do. That's not great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Putting, putting other needs before your, your own so much so that it becomes out of balance. Exactly. Today I was, uh, I was driving doing errands and I was, I got behind a car that said the license plate was pay it forward. So I oh. love, I love the theme that's going on with the, what we're talking oh. about today. Perfect. Um, perfect synchronicity there. What I'm finding too, is that this is the the positive side of social media, right? Is people sort of sharing these synchronistic moments where think, you know, opportunity comes up, which they didn't expect where they are actually able to affect somebody in a very positive way um, yeah. or um, just by paying it forward or something like that, just in a very unexpected um, way. I've seen a lot of that lately. So I'm, so I don't know if it's just, I'm noticing it more or is it just happening more uh, that people are having these opportunities that just seem to come out of the blue to help other people and not in the, the, the most obvious ways, like working in a soup kitchen or working right. in a homeless cell. It's like, and it's other ways, just in general, supporting the people that we just come mm-hmm. across on a daily basis. I'm finding more and more people are having the opportunity to do that. Have you noticed that too? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. And it is our attitude, you know, because yeah. again, I mean, if you, if you wake from your day and, you know, in the morning, you know, you, you start with, you know, gratitude and, you know, any type of gratitude practice, just waking up and it's like, well, I'm grateful. I get to turn the coffee machine on because we have power. I mean, you know, things, I mean, just as simple, beautiful things, we don't have to, it doesn't have to be overly deep, but that right. gratitude makes you, just puts you in a different space and a vibration. And, you know, I know other people that, you know, they wake up and they're exhausted already and life is is tough and, um, you know, just a lot of, not a, not a high vibe energy and they won't see that you know they mm-hmm. they won't so it is about you and and but that spreads it that just makes it more and more so eventually um you know it it it's my hope and dream that those people that aren't happy i just smile at them anyways <laughs> i do that regularly and one person was like what are you smiling about i was in the grocery line and really? i'm like nothing i'm just smiling i'm happy and he's like oh that's weird <laughs> No, what is it? Yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. I could think, I could think back to you know when I was a young mom and and really like struggling just to get through the day where I probably would have right. been like, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I think we all I... have our cycles, right? Where we go through in life, where we're like, okay, this is not the best time. We're just trying to get through the day. You wonder exactly. why people are smiling. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. I know, and yeah. and and this, you know the spiritual bypassing. I mean, we we certainly 
um, I don't want that to be, I mean, if you, if things are just not a good day, you're not going to walk around smiling. I understand that. And if I have a bad day um, as well, I'm not going to walk around and smile at people because it, it doesn't feel good, but it helps you if you can do it. If you yeah. can't, you can't. But back to your point, it's like, I do see it more because I want to, I want to see it more and, and I'm doing my best to, 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 you know, raise that vibration as best I can, even when we're in even when we go and see family, <laughs> just laugh and smile. Uh huh. Yeah. It just so. you know, give people give people something to look yeah. for. I think that's what. So I heard that. Where did I see here yesterday? I think it was. It's like if you just give someone, give people that you come in contact with every day something to look forward to. You know yeah. that if they're having a really difficult day, they know that then there's something to look that that mm -hmm. they can wake up tomorrow and and it might be a little bit better to give people hope for that. And that's, that seems to be the theme yeah. this year, you know, all of the planets at this point in time, planets do have this motion of retrograde. Most people actually in our world have heard of at least Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this has been going on for a few years and it goes on for just a few more. And after that, we won't have long periods of time where there are no retrogrades, but we are in a no retrograde period right now until Oh, let me get that date. It's 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 mid-April. Um, so from now until it was like January 24th, turning pages in my ephemeris. Yeah, it was January 21st, and then it goes all the way until about April 21st, where there are no planets that are um in a retrograde motion. And the retrograde motions are wonderful, honestly, um, in a lot of ways because they slow us down. Mm -hmm. so we don't move too too quickly and that's what the first part of january the end of 2022 and um again these first three weeks of january were all about and we're only like you know not even two weeks into the no retrograde period again it goes until mid-april and the energy of that is, is is forward motion but there are times when forward motion all this forward motion and fast growth is not good I remember we had one of these during the, during when COVID first blew up, and well, that it, it was a lot of forward movement, and there was a lot of things blowing up at that point in 2020. We had the same thing last year in the late winter, like we are right now, midwinter, late winter, early fall, uh, early spring. So we're here now in the same time period. So we want to move forward because you know for the last four or five months, in a lot of different ways. Um, many things um, have felt like they've been moving too slowly. Now, some things will move quickly because not everything is is slowing down, mm -hmm. but there was a lot of that. And now we get to just full speed ahead. So, but I think it's cautious. The cautionary tale is just that um, just take your time. We don't have to hurry even when things are uh, moving quickly. It's still good to work with the lunar phase. If you really want something to grow some roots and, you know, feel really solid to begin with. So working with that lunar phase is, is really important, meaning initiating things between the new moon and the full moon. It's when we initiate, when it's waxing. After the full moon is when we're just tying up lots of loose ends, finishing details, and that's a monthly cycle. And there's plenty more, but that's what we have going on. Um, right now in these next few months 
And again, we're going to get used to uh, Saturn in the sign of Pisces. Now, the other thing that we have going on is that Pluto, uh, been about 14 years, it's been in the sign of Capricorn. And this year on March 23rd, it's going to shift into Aquarius. Now, this one, Pluto doesn't move very far. We still use Pluto. I don't care who names it, whatever planet or not. When it moves into Aquarius for poor the Pluto. first time, it, I know. It, yeah, poor <laughs> Pluto. But Pluto says, I don't care. I'm the, I'm the master of change and evolution. So we're going we're gonna to work on that, whether people name me, the, whatever they name me or not. So when Pluto does move into Aquarius for the first time, 276 years on March 23rd, this year, 2023, it, you know, it, it's, it's a whole new thing. The last time we can talk about history, but the last time we had this, you know, we had already signed our declaration of independence. However, this, these were those first few years, like a toddler learning how to walk. We were under all kinds of um, scrutiny and struggles to, um, to uh, prove our independence right from the crown and we're, we're we're doing that again you know <laughs> there's no way around it it's yeah. global though it's mm -hmm. global i know it's it's part of our actual these united states is part of our actual history but this is a global um all you have to do is look this is a global happening but back to you and me you know it's it's going to go back and forth in and out of aquarius for a couple of years but by the time we get to um january 24th 2024 is when it will stay in Aquarius and it's going to stay in that sign for almost 20 years. What does that mean? Hmm. Pluto. Pluto is, is about the very deep structural changes. Those Pluto transits wherever it's moving through. So um, Pluto creates permanent structural changes. It is about evolving. We're not going back, you know, the things that have that have broken down over the last number of years. It's been about since I think it was 2008. Mm -hmm. I don't have my ephemeris in front of me when Pluto entered Capricorn and we had the housing crash and all kinds of different things have gone on in that time frame. Those things aren't coming back. You know, whatever has um, been changed, broken down, mm -hmm. you know, we're evolving past that now. So now that it is an Aquarius, a lot of different things are going to show up. And I mean, it could be the artificial intelligence is starting to stir. Um, that was my first no, thought. It really is. Thought. You know, with Saturn in there already, Saturn, like I said, has been in there since um, the very end of 2020, has been in Aquarius and Jupiter made its transit through there just before Saturn. So all the AI stuff, of course, has been around for a long time, but it's blowing up right now. And Pluto hasn't even quite gotten into Aquarius yet, but there are other planets in Aquarius. So Pluto's going to come in now that the other planets have sort of tenderized it <laughs> <laughs> and woke up Aquarius again, you know, that age of, mm -hmm. that's what they're calling it, you know, who knows for sure, but the age of Aquarius, there's a lot of, there's a lot of profound changes that are going to occur over the next 20 years. And um, again, artificial intelligence is absolutely one of them because Aquarius rules high tech, you know, technology, thinking, and, you know, AI is only knows what we tell it. it it's not, well, yeah, it only knows what we've, what we've programmed it to know at this point. 
at this point. <laughs> yeah. point. And I think of all of these movies I've seen. <laughs> yeah. 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 But well. we all have this, uh, we all have every zodiac sign somewhere in our circle of our astrology chart, right? So mm-hmm. wherever Pluto is moving through, it's again, super slow. It takes its time. So we have an opportunity for some deeper changes and some changes to step up into something that is new for you, something that feels more um, in alignment with who you are now, what you want to, where you want to be and who you are now. These are definitely important, um, important processes that we get to do because all those old systems are stirring up and, you know, the old system that, you know, they're kind of fighting to, to stay, to, to stay around, but, you know, eventually over a few years or so, you know, new systems will be put in place. And that is, that that's wonderful too, because Aquarius really wants us to look at, um, you know, what's, what's good for, um, for the, not the environment, that's Taurus. That's that's Uranus and Taurus. Um, you know what's what's good for the people. You know we the people. That's Aquarius energy. So we have that to look forward to. And if you have Aquarius planets, you know over the next twenty years, depending on what the number of them, what number they are, what degree they're at, um, there'll be some changes. Yeah. Hmm. No. So with all the technology that uh, it's, I mean, we can't avoid it. The, the AI, all the technology has yeah. already had a huge influence on our life, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only going to become more so a part of it. Is there anything in the astrology over the next 20 years as well that indicates not, not necessarily people completely avoiding technology, but maybe um, craving time away from it and creating and creating situations where then the technology doesn't is not involved with our interaction. Oh, I, I, that's a great question. I, um, off the top of my head, I would think that with Saturn in the sign of Pisces, Pisces is, um, an energy, a sign, which is about detaching and separating from reality. That's why, you know, when, when it moves into Pisces, you know, it's like, well, don't be a martyr either. It's okay to help others, but don't end up being a martyr as well. So to me, you know, we could unplug from these things too, but that's a very good question. I would, I'll have to re that's a great one that I want to research, you know, is there an indicator of um, unplugging or indicator of, of moving away from it? I don't think we have an option, obviously, right. Unless, you know, everything goes kaput, but then, you know, who cares after that? (laughs) We'll be, we'll be very present at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be dismissive, because I know I wouldn't be happy about that either. But you know, Mm -hmm. that so to me, I think seeing that Saturn in in the sign of Pisces, that would, to me would be a piece of what's going on there. You know, Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through 26. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine like, you know, if the pendulum goes so far 
one mm-hmm. way that somehow or another something's going to come up to sort of bring it back into balance in some some way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And you know, there there'll be there's always been, you know, a lot of, you know, forward movement but then fighting against what's new. So a little bit of struggle. There's always been that in in all of life. And um, you know, but this Aquarian energy is humanity it's society it's humanity and what 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 does that look like now and so we are working on that because there are some of course major global things happening that we have to look at these things to decide you know how will we feed everybody how will we you know just fill in the blank there's so many major things that are going on in regard to us as a species on this planet you know but you know, and for, you know, and again, not everybody cares about those things and, you know, but bringing it back to you and me and us personally, you know, what does that look like will depend on the area of the astrology chart, your astrology chart, that this is being activated and, you know, how you're, um, are you as a person, as a soul, I mean, are you flexible to change do you want things to change some of us don't like change too well (laughs) it's the only consistent thing that we ever know of is we're going to be born we're going to pass away and everything's going to change that's right it's really consistent you know why fight it right yeah. yeah. <laughs> I give up. That's that's Pisces too. I give up. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> that's a good Wave thing. The white flag. It yeah. is, but that's a good yeah. thing too. Honestly, now that we that word came out of my mouth, Saturn in Pisces is like surrendering to a process that you know you need to go through as well. Bring that back to a personal level. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very good. Yeah. So it's actually pretty exciting, you know, what everything you're bringing up. I mean, it's I'm excited for it. Yeah. 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 Good. good. Yeah. And then awesome. the final thing, well, there's more than, there's always more than one final thing. Um, I, I do, a, I do a, a thing every day on YouTube now. I've been doing YouTube shorts. Um, so I could talk about something every single day. So there's never a final anything. <laughs> Gemini here. I can, yeah. but the next, the next bigger aspect for the year or the bigger transit is um, Jupiter is moving out of Aries. It's in Aries um, in the beginning of, of 2023, but it moves into Taurus on May 16th, 2023. And it spends one year in that sign. So that goes all the way to May 24th, 2024. And so with Jupiter in Taurus, I mean, to me, ah, that's fabulous. We really are going to be focusing on the earth, the planet, that Taurus energy is about the earth is very grounded it's earth it's food uranus has been in taurus for a long time now since i think 2018 so quite a few years it's halfway through right now and you know the energy of that represents you know the changing planet and how we're focusing on that uranus rules the weather and jupiter moving into taurus and and getting closer and closer throughout 2023 to where uranus is it's going to stir those things up which is important we need things to change you know weather has really been quite obvious in every place on the planet these uh, last few years and so this is an opportunity for some bigger changes which is which is good i think it's it's nice that we're being made aware of what's going on so in the earth yeah mm-hmm. big so, stuff so if i'm hearing you right um i mean yeah there's definitely gonna be more attention on 
on the environment and our impact on it. But mm -hmm. could this indicate that there are some things that become so we can't we can't ignore it anymore kind of situations where people everybody exactly. has to be more proactive? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it does. It does. And some of the things are um, about, you know, I don't want to get political on stuff. So I'm right. trying to yeah. avoid that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank uh <-huh>. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But these are global things. I know that. <laughs> these are global <laughs> things, but big corporations and how they're, you know, handling um, our food supply, et cetera. Because the food yeah. is Taurus. It's the earth. It's what we grow our food in. And mm -hmm. so this is something that this is big. This is really big. And when there are food shortages, because there are some, like in Africa, there's some big situations happening over there. The world has to pay attention to this. We have to help. Right. And then we need to figure out what it is that we can do to, to stop, you know, creating these, these situations. And, and so with Saturn in Pisces and Pluto in Aquarius, and then Uranus in Taurus, I think we have, we have what it takes to take care of these things and nothing happens in the blink of an eye except a decision to make it happen. So I think this is, this is where we're at. And Taurus as well, if I was writing this out, I would have hit, would have hit pause <laughs> and made a new paragraph. The Taurus is also our finances and money, right? And so with Uranus and Taurus, you know, electronic currency is, um, it's going through its own ups and downs. So, you know, the cryptocurrencies and all the different variations of that. And with Jupiter moving in there from May, 2023 to May, 2024, something there is going to be stirred up as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because Jupiter expands everything. So some things could grow really fast. And if I was a financial astrologer, I would be paying attention to it and investing, but I am not. <laughs> it's a very intricate um, subset of astrology studies, but um, it is something that we can see that there, there is some uh, financial things that will um, grow incredibly quickly, a lot of wealth and some things won't, but, um, but it mainly is based off of earthy things, which is food, food supplies, the earth farms, et cetera. Mm -hmm. interesting All right. yeah i know i on that it is and so where's taurus in your astrology chart right mm -hmm. so the first half of the year where's where's aries because jupiter's in aries the first half almost the first five months of 2023 so that's where we're going to be we're going to feel inspired to take action in a very self-focused way which is perfectly fine it's mm -hmm. not egoic it can be for some not narcissistic, but it can be for some. But some of us need energy like the Jupiter and Aries right now, you know, the first part of 2023, where we want to take steps forward and feel empowered to do what's important for ourselves. And then again, in May, when it shifts to Taurus, then the that shift, wherever it is in your chart, will expand that area of your chart, whether it's your first house of who you are, you might expand yourself physically, or if it's in, you know, say your second house of money and finances, that will increase, right? So wherever it is in your, one of those 12 sectors, one of those 12 houses, it's going to expand that and grow that too. So I like this. We just have to be careful of our expanding uh, waistlines. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> Not all of us. 
I've been oh doing really good. I had, you know, I had good. a transit that was in my sixth house and that's the house of health. And I've really been focusing on, you know, and things are just, you know, I'm getting, I'm healthier right now than I have been in a lot of years. Wonderful. Things are just coming into alignment for me. And not everybody can say that because what I'm saying is generalized information, which is accurate, but it's still general. But how it interacts with you could be a little bit different than, you know, what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good information. So much to to look into and see how this all plays out this year. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's always an interesting year. Yep. And lots of eclipses. We always have eclipses. We have four of them this year, as we usually do. But typically they're in um, just two two different zodiac signs, you know, two opposite uh, opposing zodiac signs, but not this year. This year is it's quite interesting because we have all of the um, the modalities, um, I mean, the elements, pardon me. We have all of the elements represented in the eclipses this year. April 20th, we have is the uh, new moon solar eclipse is in a fire sign, which is Aries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if any of this rings a bell, you know, you'll know you have an eclipse near your birthday. Uh, on May 5th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. That's water, right? So the emotion. Mm-hmm. In October, October 14th, we have another new moon eclipse, and that's in Libra, right? So there's air thinking things through. And then on October 28th of this year, we have another lunar eclipse and that's at 25. I mean, that's at five degrees of Taurus and that's earth. So we have the four eclipses this year are the, uh, the fire, water, air, and earth in that order. And so that, that really, um, means to me that there's a lot of, generally speaking, a lot of changes for, every zodiac sign because you're going to be one element or another so it gives us that opportunity for a lot of different changes this year mm-hmm. so if we're wanting things to stay the same you better start meditating on how can i <laughs> how can i accept what is <laughs> no, so if, if someone's listening to this you know the recording of this podcast and um it's not it's no longer 2023 and you're like say in a year after that 2024 be really interesting to see how this all played out for you (laughs) yeah so yeah nice 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 all right well thank you for that (laughs) yeah so Stephen, just um who's who's present here uh in the the room listening to us uh he said dorothy read my chart for me yesterday thank you dorothy greatly appreciated Oh, thank you. Lucky person, you, Stephen, to have Steve. Dorothy read your chart. <laughs> um, we do have uh, Wendy put her information in too. If oh, you wanted right. to pull up her chart, yeah, would you like me to bring? Yeah, Andrew you start, so I can go grab okay. this. Yeah, great. So Wendy, I'm going to bring you up so we can talk to see what what would you like to focus on with your chart specifically. Alrighty. So welcome to the program, Wendy. Hi. Hi, <laughs> I'm out walking my dog. So I'm looking oh, for the mute button. How nice. are you? Good, good. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, a lot's going on in my life. Um, so definitely a lot of changes. What I think I'd like to focus on is, I don't know. I I kind of just want to see what my chat says. <laughs> let, the, let the universe tell me what I need to focus on. There's too All many right. things. I got <laughs> Laura, do you want to start? I did have her chart up. 
All right, go right ahead. If you already have it up, you're ready to go. I do. So yeah, I can, I can see that, you know, there is a lot of, um, a lot of activity that will take some time in the area of your astrology, which is about what you value. And it can even, and you know, what's important for you as far as even your financial security and how um, you're using your skills and your talents, um, you know, to feel secure. There's a lot going on in, in that department. That's the transit of Saturn through your second house. And Pluto has been in and out of that sector um, for a couple of years. And now it will stay in that sector for a while. <laughs> a, good, <laughs> a good while. So Wendy, that that's not that's not a negative. It just means you've already felt this. It just means that um, financially and um, not everything's about money but financially and or the way that you value things, what you value deeply um, is going through a, a transformation and an evolution of sorts. That's the Pluto moving through uh, your second house. And lots of times what can happen here is, um, I'm not saying this is true for you because I do not know because we always have options. There could be like a, a complete clearing of the deck, right? Absolutely, all your all your 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 debt goes away. That's usually like a bankruptcy or somebody just infuses you with a ton of money or something. So all your <laughs> debt goes away. I like the latter better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wouldn't, right? Right. But that's an option, but it's also the, the, the work that you would do for yourself, that spiritual work that you would do internally is like, oh, you know, because, and it's not like sitting down and saying, all right, she said, I have to look at what I value. What do I value? How's that changing? You don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you, you allow the flow, you know, you are a Pisces. So you allow that flow because that, you know, it's a natural change, just like a caterpillar when it finds that perfect leaf and then it makes the J and then it turns into a cocoon. It's not thinking, what am I doing next? It's just processing and, and it's doing it. And this is where you're at with Pluto in the second house. And Saturn has been in this same area because that area is very large for you. And Saturn is in there and it's been connecting to Venus. And, and so this is where you reassess, again, another, another way of looking at how do I reassess what I love, what I value, what's important to me. That's some big stuff that's going on right there for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> But it's meant Thanks. to be, Wendy. It's what's happening now. So even when there are moments, if if you feel like, oh, this is too much, then you find a way to to chill out, to relax, to to be easy on yourself, and then you know the next day is a new day, so you can address it again. So I'm not saying that you have to ignore what's going on ever, but there are times when we might need a break from what's going on. And it's okay to do that too. We, we have to, people have to have permission to do that. We have to know that we can do that and, and not say, well, just suck it up, buttercup, because that's what's happening, <laughs> but it isn't, <laughs> but we don't have to. <laughs> yes. We can yes. move with it, through it, take our breaks, and then, you know, go at it again in another day. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. To kind of tune it in a little bit here when uh, you and Dorothy were chatting here. And it, in the next, like, oh gosh, two years, maybe roughly two years, there's sort of this renewed sense of self, renewed sense of um, confidence in your path, and possibly a rediscovering of a whole new path 
in front of you, a whole new focus um, that is sort of a branch of what maybe you already been focusing on, but mm -hmm. a different expression of it. So don't be surprised if that comes up in the next two years, but it's all, it's all a result of the insight and the in, self-introspection and all those things that you'd be doing over the next year or so. Very mm -hmm. interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. Cool. I feel that. I feel that. Too. What's coming up a lot for me lately is that I, I think I'm tired of hiding and I'm not being seen and heard yes, and exactly. that I need, I need to use my gifts and not be afraid of how they're perceived and, yes. and, and I'm being nudged in a big way. Good. like that a, yeah and there's a few other really big transits coming i mean two years in a few months from now is when saturn will conjunct your sun because remember i was just saying if you have anything in pisces at some point over the next three years it's going to connect with something important in a person's chart it just happened to be yours um yeah so in like it looks like april or may of uh two years from now so that's 24 25 2025 saturn will connect with your son and that is a whole new process that's um where we evolve where things we we have to we have to take some responsibility and we release other things but right now uranus is if you want to just come back to right now transit uranus in the sky between now and may is actually connecting to that Leo moon. Because when you said, I just need it, the attention that I, I need, I can't remember exactly how you said it, but I heard the words attention. And that's the moon in Leo. And the moon in Leo does, does, does require um, people notice them. It just is the nature of the moon in Leo. And when that doesn't happen, you know, we feel like we're not noticed and then we feel uncomfortable and we feel like, um, you know, we don't matter, you know, all those things. I don't want to go there, but you know what I'm saying. And now that Uranus, especially when we get to early May, making a 90 degree angle to that, if you, if you right now, I really think more spring, but in the spring, if you start doing the things that you are passionate about, mm -hmm. um, and just doing it in a way that's authentic for you and very passionate. Um, by the time we do get to this this May, the late spring, there is something that can really um, it can come forward for you. However, you want to present that to the world. I don't know what your interests are and in, and in how you feel comfortable getting out into the world, but there's an opportunity there for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Take those steps. It, even if your voice shakes, you got to speak up. <laughs> I know. When you talked about being being valued, I know yeah. that I have value and I can add value and help yes. others in ways, um, but not, you know, in negative ways, obviously. Right. So, exactly. Yeah, we all bring our own stuff to it. You know, there's a million astrologers out there, maybe not a million, but there's a lot out there. But we all we all filter it through our own charts, through our own being. So um, so we're all going to have, you know, a different approach. And that's why some people vibrate and some we, we, we like some and we, you know, don't care about others. It's just that way. So, yeah, we all have our own gifts, too. Even if somebody else does the same thing, it's, it's still our gift. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, all contributing to raising the vibration of the collective. Yeah, the planet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wonderful. We're thank, ready. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> Take care. You guys have. Oh, I oh. cut her off. I'm so sorry, Wendy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, oh, thank you for, for being here, for asking that question, Wendy. Yes. Um, 
and one last thing I just wanted to ask, because I know we've got a couple, just a couple more minutes left. Um, mm-hmm. And I usually don't ask about my own chart, but can you look <laughs> like I'm feeling, mm-hmm. this is just my gut feeling somewhere between like March and May. Like I'm feeling like, I'm feeling that that's highlighted, like the beginning, well, I'd say April to May. It feels very highlighted for me. And uh, I'm like, what is happening in the, in the, on the planet? Let's at that look. Time? Oh yeah, Mars is coming across your ascendant. I mean, it's it's in the first house, and yeah, when we get to the April May, yeah, Mars conjuncts your Sun, so that creates a very um, very energized. Mars is moving through your first house in March and April, especially, so it it stirs up. Oh, and Uranus. Okay, yep, I see more. So and it stir it stirs up. Um, you being out there in the world where people will see you. I know you're you're a visible person, but this is more visibility, even more. Um, but it can it can feel a little combative, so we have to be careful of that. So that is the very end of March and early April, especially April second. So mm-hmm. be aware of that. And then this is all on the fly. Well, you know, right now Uranus is 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 making a very strong um, connection to another personal planet in your chart. And that will, um, that changes a lot of things. It, it creates a, a dynamic of, um, we, you, you need to feel, um, hmm, you're feeling like, well, it's just like what you're saying. You're feeling like something's happening. Something's coming. We can't predict exactly what Uranus does. Cause Uranus is, if we think we've planned around Uranus, it's going to say, Nope. And it will change our plan. So we can't give you anything. I can't give you the specific specifics, but I do know that there is something here that is shifting and changing when it comes to Uranus opposite this this planet in your chart. So there is um, unpredictable things that that happen and and show up at that point in time. So I think, and oh yeah, that May 5th, there it is. Oh, Laura, you're so keen. I had to go for it. I could hear other people screaming at me. Somebody was screaming in my head, May 5th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my guides. They're like, oh, May 5th. <laughs> All right. The lunar eclipse is conjuncture moon. Oh my goodness. Oh, really? So that would make sense. That's why I'm feeling like, ooh, what's happening around that time? (laughs) Okay. Yes, you're having an eclipse. Yeah. See, the thing about the eclipses is they don't always, they don't have to be on your birthday because, you know, they are, these ones here are connecting to something else that's just as important as the sun sign, which is the moon sign. And yeah, Uranus is there too. Uranus is going to soften that moon up. So there will be some shifts um, early April, the end of March, early April, there'll be a shift of something will show up and you're like, be ready for opportunities is what I would want to say to you. Be that's ready what for I was this. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm usually combative energy. I'm like, it's probably me kicking and screaming as I'm being dragged through. Into- <laughs> it's like saying, no, do I really have to do this? And simultaneously, you know, Uranus conjuncts your Venus opposite your, your moon squares your midheaven. This is all career oriented or, you know, how you are, um, how you're seen as a public figure in a way. Yeah, it's all of that. Yeah, it's your (laughs) reputation. Well, you are, you know, you, we all look like we're normal people, but then we open our mouths and, 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 and the everyday Joe in the grocery line are like, what is wrong with you? We're not normal. (laughs) Normal. (laughs) And if you're listening, you're not normal either. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, me? What? None of us. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. 
Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Thanks for validating that. Cause I just feeling it. I'm like, what's going to happen right around that time? Cause I'm not seeing it yeah. yet on my calendar. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, It's oh, happening. That's <laughs> some big stuff. Yeah. We'll oh, talk dear. more. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. I'll need a vacation. <laughs> Take me with you. Yes. Yes. Warm. I haven't been anywhere in three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and a lot of people, right? I know everybody. Oh my gosh. Yep. Well, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. It's always awesome awesome to talk with you. And yeah, definitely been a fast hour too. Thank you. Thank you everybody for being here who is here for the live broadcast. And if you'd like to connect with Dorothy and and learn more about her, um, her daily, um, was it YouTube shorts? Yeah. YouTube shorts. Yeah. No. And and all all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Go to, go to DorothyMorganAstrologer.com. And uh, find out all her offerings there and, and her teachings and her, her private sessions, which is I highly recommend if you want to see like what's happening in your chart, especially this year, because it just feels so much going on. So many changes. <laughs> yeah, there really so is. Many. Those those big planetary shifts are significant for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so get in contact with Dorothy to find out how what does that mean for you? What does it mean for you personally, uh, according to mm-hmm. your chart? So thank you so much, Dorothy. And I'm sure I'll have you on again very soon. I'll be here. Wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Thank Thanks, you, everybody. everybody. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok, and that's no dots, no dashes, no numbers. It's just Intuitive Laura. Or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at lauraworcester.com. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.